And good evening, everyone. Welcome to another exciting Saturday Night Wine stream and another exciting episode of Drink with Rick. I'm Rick, and tonight we're going to do something really, really special. We're going to open a peppermint wine. That's right. This is not going to be our usual wine tasting wine review that we do. We're actually going to review it, but we're going to open it, taste it, review it, and we're going to pair it with some things. <laughs> it's not going to be the traditional foods that we usually have, which are usually leftovers. But uh, we've got something special here planned to pair with this wine. And that's what we're going to do tonight. Also, we're going to review a, a coffee, a caramel brulee coffee. This is Pete's coffee, I believe. Uh, and now it's mine <laughs> to try out. So we're going to give it a try tonight. We're going to brew it fresh right here on the show. Now, of course, if you're joining me for the first time or the 231st time, because this is the 231st episode of Drink with Rick on the Saturday Night Wine Stream, this is a stream of consciousness kind of show. Now, I do have my show notes, and they're right here next to my cell phone, which I should have shut off already. I do have my show notes ready to go. Uh, I've had them all prepared earlier this evening. I don't always follow them verbatim. Sometimes we go way, way off the beaten path on this. Sometimes we go down some rabbit holes because the show is not about me. I'm just the host here to entertain you and just kind of keep things going. The show is somewhat about the wine and tonight the coffee, but the show is really about you and me getting together on a Saturday night, kicking back, relaxing with our favorite libations, our favorite snacks, whatever they are. And just having a good time. Of course, you can drink whatever you want. It doesn't have to be wine. As long as you're legal to drink it, as long as it's uh, safe to drink, yeah. <laughs> just whatever. It can be water if you want. That's fine. As long as we're drinking together. Now, you, if you want to get in the chats, because we have the live chats going on the live wine stream show tonight. We have the live chats, and if you want to get involved in the live chats and get in on the show to be part of the show because you are part of the show, you can join me live. Uh, let me show you where you can join me. You can join me live on the Facebook page. It's Drink with Rick YouTube channel, youtube.com, and that's at Drink with Rick. Twitch is twitch.tv slash Drink with Rick and the number one, all one word. Uh, we're not on Twitter streaming live, but you can tweet me there at uh, Drink with Rick. Uh, that's X. I'm sorry, not Twitter anymore. It's X. I've got to use to that. Odyssey. Odyssey is uh, Odyssey.com slash at Drink with Rick colon and the number seven. And we are now on Twitch. It's not up on the page there yet, but we are on Twitch. Uh, not excuse me, not Twitch. We have been on Twitch. Uh, Kick. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kick. We are on Kick now. Uh, we have been on Twitch for some time. Um, how much longer we'll stay there, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. But we are on Kick, and it's not on the page there. Uh, Kick is uh, Drink with Rick. So uh, you can join me in all those venues and chat with me live there. Now, of course, you can also get in on the podcast. Let me get the podcast page up on here. You can, uh, if you can't watch now, you can't watch later, you can subscribe to the podcast and join in the podcast later. The podcast, let me see where you can subscribe to the podcast. Here we go. Uh, there we are. Podcast is 
available at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, PodcastIndex.org, Blueberry.com, TuneIn, Deezer, and of course via RSS because that's how podcasts are delivered. That's what makes it a podcast, by the way, and I'm not going into that right now, but uh, yeah, there's been a lot of ongoing argument, discussion, and back and forth about what makes a podcast. But what really makes a podcast is the fact that it is enclosed in, uh, in an RSS feed and distributed via that feed. Of course, if you can't listen, uh, uh, you know, on any of these venues, you can subscribe by email. If you click on the button that says by email, and you enter your email address in that little box there. Click the, uh, the little blue subscribe button there, and you will get the latest episode of Drink with Rick, the podcast, as soon as it drops. And no salesman will call. It's just for delivering the podcast. That's what it's all about. And, of course, the podcast goes out 10 p.m. Eastern on Mondays. Mondays at 10 p.m. Eastern. There's a little bit of delay there because I have to have time to edit the podcast and all that kind of stuff and get it all prepared to go out. Uh, but that's how that works. Anyway, uh, you can, of course, if you want, you can also buy me a coffee. You can, if you want to support the show, let me see where you can do that. I don't know if I have that up there, do I? Yeah, well, you can click on the... Uh, let me see if I can get that up here again. <laughs> there we go. You can buy me a coffee if you want, or two or three or four or five or whatever. That helps support the show, and basically it doesn't really pay the bills. It, it just helps to, to pay for the prizes and things that, like that that we give away on the show. I don't really make anything on the show, and I'm not here to, to, to pitch, make pitch for money and anything like that. It's up to you. If you want to, to, to donate, that's fine, but there's no, there's no obligation to do so. And of course, you can like and subscribe and follow and ring the bell and all that kind of stuff on all these venues. But there's no obligation to do it. it there really isn't. It's just up to you if you want to do that. But it really, really would help support the show in various ways. You don't have to give money if you if you want to like and subscribe. That's fine. Too. Uh, you don't. Uh, you know. That's fine. That's that's perfectly fine. And if you don't if if you don't like the show, that's fine too. But <laughs> if you find some value in it or some entertainment or some entertainment value, please please uh, uh, follow and like and subscribe and all that stuff. It, it, it's much much appreciated more than you can know, really. All right. So this is what we have we have going on tonight. Uh, it's peppermint wine. Let me show you this the front of this wine. Trader Joe's has put out this peppermint wine cocktail, and that's what we're going to open up tonight. Uh, very, very interesting, very interesting wine. But before we get to that, let's go ahead and check the chats and see who's in the chats. And uh, usually everyone starts wandering in uh, after, after a few minutes or so. Um, let's see. Uh, and uh, uh, Farmstead News. Uh, is, uh, I guess is watching at Farmstead News. Thanks for for uh, for the like. Really, really appreciate that. And uh, let's see what else we got going on Twitch. We got folks watching on Twitch, and uh, we got uh, Kick. Everything's going on tonight. That's fine. Uh, so just join in, say hi, and tell me how you're doing. Tell me what you're drinking or not drinking, or what you like to be drinking, or would you like to see me drinking if I can afford a bottle of it and if I can find it. I'll see if I can get one and drink it right along with you. Give it a fair and an honest review. 
All right, so once again, this is what we're drinking tonight. It is the Trader Joe's Peppermint Wine Cocktail. That's what this is. And an interesting thing about this wine cocktail, I found it at Trader Joe's. Well, I saw it at Trader Joe's. I picked up the, I have a, uh, a bottle of the eggnog behind me there that I was going to try out. but And I thought about getting this wine. I thought, nah, I don't know. But then uh, a couple weeks later, my lovely wife, Chi, brought home a bottle. And she says, here, why don't you try this and review it on the show? And of course, as I always say, I do I do take uh, <laughs> suggestions and and donations and things like that, and I don't turn those things down. So obviously, I I did, <laughs> I did take it, and um, <laughs> and that's what I did. I I, I took it, and and uh, that's what we're opening tonight. So we've got this peppermint wine. Let me show you the back of this wine. Let's get right to it. It says, you know, I, I checked around. I didn't find a whole lot on this wine, to be honest. It says Trader Joe's, Joe Joe's. You know, like the Joe Joe's, they make the cookie, you know, it's the cookie and the uh, candies and all that kind of stuff. Joe Joe's Peppermint Wine Cocktail. Prepared and bottled by a Levesque Corporation in Miraloma, California. And it says, enjoy over ice for the perfect holiday libation. Shake well before serving, refrigerate after opening, and guess what? There is, you, uh, let me put, turn it back to the front there. On the front, I don't know if you can see it at the bottom, but it says 14.75% alcohol by volume in this 29 point, it's, this is in the 750 milliliter bottle, and it's 29.5 proof, that's what that is. Uh, 14.75% alcohol, 29.5 proof. Well, yeah, this is, uh, this is kind of a feisty, uh, wine, I guess. Best by 9-21-2024. So I guess we'd better drink this. It's probably not going to last for, for a year. I guess I'd, I guess we'd better drink it. <laughs> well, let's, let's go ahead and open it. Why not? Let's, uh, and, and I don't have to do too much to open it with. It's, uh, I guess just peel that off and twist it. I don't need my. Wow, look at that! Opens right up. Now there are a lot of things I'm not going to need. I'm not going to need my. I don't think I'm going to need my aerator for this. It smells like peppermint, but I do need to shake it, didn't I? Oh, it's supposed to say shake well. Didn't, didn't that? Isn't that what it said on the back? It said, it said shake well before serving, which I did not do. So let's do this, because I'm not going to do the swirl tonight, so let's do this. I'm going to, uh, <laughs> let's do it to more cowbell. Ready? Okay. Shake well. All right. Let's hope that this doesn't fly out of my hand across the studio here. More cowbell. Okay. All right. I guess it shook up well enough. I could play a, a, you know, I could play all shook up or something like that, but you can't do that because it's it's all copyrighted. So uh, I have to go with the more cowbell. That's the about the best I can do right now. So <laughs> actually, I have a couple of other choices, but I, I, I could, um, <laughs> but uh, I, I didn't. So um, there you go. And let me check the chats one more time, make sure you're not missing anybody. 
All right, we're all good? Okay. Just making sure I'm not missing anyone. All right, so I have a choice of of glasses to put this in. Of course, I could put it in the traditional Galway. Oh, I didn't do that loud enough. The traditional Galway Irish crystal glass given to me by my employers by toyradius.com. I could do that. Um, but then again, I was thinking, wait a minute, this is not a traditional wine that I'm going to need, you know, to really sniff and, you know, uh, all that kind of stuff. Um, I thought, well, maybe I should try this glass. This is also a genuine crystal glass, not Irish crystal. It's, it's genuine crystal. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it is. And I thought, well, you know, I could do, I could do that. Or, and actually, this is probably better for this kind of a, because it's more of a dessert wine. I could do this. Or I could choose, I could choose this one. This is also, I believe, a crystal glass. Let me see. Yeah, it is. Wow, that's loud. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, I must have hit it pretty loud. But we could do it in this glass. This is a nice, nice little glass. Wow. <laughs> okay. So uh, whatever we do it in. We're going to need, it says to serve chilled, and it says to pour, isn't that what it said there? It said, enjoy over ice for the perfect holiday libation. Well, we definitely want to try the perfect holiday libation. So let's go ahead and and pour it uh, over ice. And to do that, of course, I have... um, let me let me get the, the situated here. Uh, I I did the wrong thing here. We <laughs> uh, oh you know I forgot to t- to to show you what we're gonna pair it with. Go to camera three. Camera three is up. We have some nice holiday treats to pair it with, and one of them is related to a national day. So um, I think I think we'll enjoy that. So um, all right. So, uh, let me get the ice. Which glass should I put it in? Maybe I should try it in this glass. All right, let's try it in this glass. That sounds good. Uh, All right, so I have uh, some ice cubes. Let me get a couple of ice cubes. Uh, They're frozen. All right, I'm going to freeze them. There we go. (laughs) So, unfreeze the ice and get a... I guess we need the long shot here, right? Okay. So everybody can see what I'm doing. Yeah, I know these are the wrong tongs. I need some ice tongs, but I didn't have any ice tongs. So, whoops. We'll never see that piece of ice again. Next time we see that, it'll be water. And I'll be cleaning it up in the studio later. All right. I don't know how much ice we need, but uh, I'll put a few. Oh, that's enough. Really, that's enough. Okay. All right. I tell you, this is the stream of consciousness kind of show. Uh, so this is what we're so we're going to pour it in. Let's go ahead and pour it. Ah, gotta open this again. All right. Let's pour this in. Ooh, yeah. I'm filling it all the way up just because I can. Well, they didn't say how hard to fill. I mean, this is not your traditional just wine wine. It's a peppermint wine cocktail. Interesting enough, 
And I, I did do some checking around to try to find out more information about this wine. And the only thing that I could really uh, find online, I mean, they didn't have it listed on Vivino or any, any place like that, was at Trader Joe's. And I'm going to read this for a moment. This is coming from Trader Joe's own website. It said, uh, it says here, a peppermint wine cocktail. And they say it's not available. That's because they run out of this. It's, it's just a limited, a limited edition item here for the holidays. So uh, apparently my lovely wife, she, uh, she, her timing is great. So she picked up a bottle while it was still there. It says uh, on the website, it says, much like the original eggnog version, which I actually have over here, by the way, down, down at the bottom. You can't really see it. We're gonna, we'll try that next week. Much like the original eggnog version, this premixed and ready-to-drink peppermint JoJo's wine cocktail is superlatively smooth, sweet, and creamy, merrily modeled after the minty cookies and cream stylings of our very own candy cane JoJo's. Uh, I've seen those in the store. I've never had any, but uh, I've seen them. I hear they're very good. It serves great warm or chilled. Well, <laughs> I guess it could have served it warm. Then it said chill, but uh, it, it says serves great warm or chilled. Okay. It does say refrigerator after opening. So, so that's what I didn't do. I, I didn't refrigerate it before opening. It serves great warm or chilled, mixes marvelously well into hot or iced coffee, and truly shines when poured over ice cream. Oh, wow. That's something that I did not try. I did not try uh, try uh, getting ice cream. I should try that. Speaking of which, try blending this wine cocktail with our French vanilla ice cream to create the most fantastically, fantastically festive adult milkshake you'll enjoy all year. Okay, this is uh, this sounds great. And as a matter of fact, I think we do have some of the Trader Joe's French vanilla ice cream down there. But for now, let's just try it as is. So I'm going to give it a little bit of a, a sniff. And it does smell like peppermint. It smells very much like peppermint. Mm. Okay, let's give it a taste. Wow. Okay, there's wine in this, 14.75% ABV of wine, or 29.5% um, <laughs> you know, proof, I should say, uh, of alcohol. And I can taste the alcohol. Yeah, there's definitely alcohol in this wine. And what alcohol it is. Mm. It does taste like a cocktail. But this the thing is, though, is I let it sit here for a couple of minutes. And the ice cubes got in here and started watering it down a bit. So I can't really taste it in its pure form without the ice cubes. And the ice cubes are, it's nice, chilled, but the ice cubes, are, we're introducing water in here. And I don't like to mix the water with wine. I really don't. So, um to, to really be fair about it, let's let's put this in another glass. See, I came prepared, didn't I? <laughs> I came prepared, so we're going to pour it into this glass. And no, I'm not going to ding it again um, for the ASMR crowd. Sorry, we're going to pour it into this glass. We're going to try it like this without the ice. Let's see what it tastes like. Okay, shall we? Okay, cheers. 
Hmm. It's peppermint and it's wine. I have no idea what kind of wine they mixed it with. They don't say. I couldn't find that information anywhere, not even on Trader Joe's site. It's a mystery to me what wine they paired it with. For all I know, that this they could have mixed it in with two buck chuck or something. I have no idea. But it's actually not bad. It's tasty. Pretty tasty. Mm. It's the peppermint is not super strong. So if you don't like really minty things, I, I'll I'll tell you right now that it's not that minty. It's it's pleasantly minty. It is sweet. It's a little spicy. It's a little just a little bit of spice in there. Um, it tastes like there's maybe a little nutmeg or something in it. Uh, I think they said. Did they say cinnamon on the back? Did it say cinnamon? No, it didn't say cinnamon anywhere, did it? Oh, it says uh, oh, on the front. On the front, it says, other than standard orange wine with natural and artificial flavors. So, the artificial flavors in here. Mm-mm, Trader Joe. Mm-mm, Trader Joe's. It's not, uh, aren't we supposed to stay away from the artificial stuff? I don't know. But uh, it's it's okay. It's it's quite all right. It's kind of a nice little dessert wine, pleasant uh, pleasant wine. And once again, if you're not, if you love peppermint, this might be a little bit of a a disappointment because it's not the peppermint's not that strong, at least not here to me. I could smell the peppermint when I first opened the bottle. Maybe that was all the peppermint that just kind of escaped and then <laughs> I don't know. But uh it doesn't taste that pepperminty. It is there though. It's not really strong. But if you're not a fan of peppermint, but you kind of like the candy cane taste a little bit without getting too pepperminty, and you're in that festive mood, yeah, actually, this is pretty decent. I, I'm not going to I'm not going to uh, dismiss this at all because this is actually pretty decent. Now, I would say you want to be kind of careful how you're sipping this because. There is a lot of alcohol in this wine, and I can taste it. So if you're you're pacing yourself on the alcohol, yes, I, I you don't want to go crazy. This is easy to drink. Okay, here's the bottom line. And uh, once again, um, you notice that I'm not drinking any more of this. I'm sticking with this. The reason is simple: is because personally, now it could taste good warm or chilled, but personally, I think this is better chilled. I really do think this is a lot better chilled. I probably should have chilled the whole bottle before I started. Um, I I don't I don't really care for this too much warm. It's sort of like a Bailey's Irish cream in the sense that I like my Bailey's Irish cream uh, unless it's mixed in with a rum or something like that or 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 some other drink uh, in a cocktail. Um, I kind of prefer mine a little bit uh, cooler, you know, over ice. And uh, it's the same sort of thing with this wine cocktail. I don't like cream stuff that's at room temperature too much, uh, unless it's like whipped cream. And then that's because, you know, it's whipped cream. I'm just going to eat it, you know, right away. But uh, I prefer mine kind of chilled. Uh, so I think this is better. It's better to to chill this wine uh, or to chill this, I guess it's wine. <laughs> I don't know how much uh, wine is in here. Uh, and uh, let me see if I can find my. Uh, eh, there you go. Anyway, uh, let me 
Let me give this another taste. Oh, crud. <laughs> well, everybody saw that. Uh, this can't take me anywhere anymore. Even, even at home. All right. Uh, yeah, I kind of mess. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. All right, let's give this another try. I do rather like it. It's it's tasty. It's just it it doesn't taste a lot like wine. It tastes like alcohol. Orange wine. Yeah, maybe there's a I think there's a hint of orange taste in it. There's a little bit of an orange taste. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, actually there is. So uh, that's that's not bad at all. Uh, yeah, I could drink that. I could take this to a party. I could recommend this to a party. So far, um, yeah, I'm okay with it. Uh, let me check the chats one more time. Looks like oh, we're good everywhere. Uh, this could be a short show tonight, folks, because I don't have a whole lot going on here except the wine and the cookies and the coffee. All right, let me take a look at camera three. This is what we have on camera three to pair with this one. Now you understand why, why I have uh, this platter here tonight that was prepared by my lovely wife, Chi, and uh, we don't have a lot of meats and cheeses and stuff as we traditionally do. And that is because this is not the kind of wine you pair with food with dinner. This is, an, this is a dessert wine. This is, this is an after-dinner wine, a dessert wine. So this is the kind of thing that you want to serve um, with the desserts, with the, the cookies and, and things like that. That's, that's really what this wine is all about. So, uh, considering that, I would, uh, I would, I would recommend it as a, uh, of course, we haven't paired it with any of that yet. But I tell you what, let's, let's do that. Let's, I think right here on camera three, let me pair it with, uh, yes, I see there's some chocolate items here. That's for later. Uh, let's pair it with one of these cookies. And these are butter cookies. And I think, I'm not 100% sure, but I think my wife got this from Trader Joe's as well. Not 100% sure on this. Either Sam's Club or Trader Joe's. One of, one of those two places. And uh, we're going to, to give this a try. Mm. And these are good cookies, by the way. I have been eating them, <laughs> much to the chagrin of my wife. <laughs> she had to go out and buy two more tins because I made short work of the first one. Mm. Okay, this pairs really well with the cookie. It's a butter cookie. Mm. Holiday butter cookie. Hmm. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like that. Nice pairing. Mm. Very nice pouring pairing. All right, so we have um, yeah we have some other things on the platter, but that's that's for that's for later. I'll tell you what though. Let's go ahead and do the national days because we have a well, not too many, but we have a few national days to toast. So if everyone's ready uh, to toast along with me, let's go ahead and toast the national days. Let me switch over to our toasting thing here, and we'll we'll toast the national days. All right, 
Everybody ready to toast the National Days with the, and I'm going to do it with the Peppermint Wine Cocktail. Here, I need to pour a little bit more. All right. And as you know, we don't really know how good a wine actually is until you get down into the bottle. And we are getting down into the bottle fairly quickly. So as I said before, I, I really need to pace myself on this. All right, here we go with the National Days. Today. This today is December 16th, 2023. Today is Barbie and Barney Backlash Day. Yes, that's right. It's Barney and uh, it's Barbie and Barney Backlash Day. Say that three times fast. Barney, no, Barbie first, right? Barbie and Barney Backlash Day. Barbie and Barney Backlash Day. There you go. That's that. <laughs> Oh, great. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> it's Barney and... It's Barbie... I did it again. It's Barbie and Barney Backlash Day. Now, the, the way this works... And, I, and by the way, these all these National Days are calling, coming from nationaldaycalendar.com. National Day Calendar is Marlo Anderson's site. He is the CEO uh, and curator of all these National Days. And I'm reading this from his site. Find out what this Barbie and Barney Backlash Day thing is all about. I did I did say it correct this time, didn't I? Yeah. Okay. On December 16th, Barb, Barbie... Let me try that again. On December 16th, Barbie and Barney Backlash Day allows parents to take a vacation from all the repetitive sing-alongs and storytelling. While Barbie and Barney aren't the only toys in television shows of childhood, these two do strike a nerve from time to time. Yeah. The day permits, the day permits parents to turn off the annoying cartoons and songs. Parents may insist on a different book to read at bedtime. Put away the noisy toys if you dare. Okay. Um, <laughs> about Barbie and Barney Backlash Day. Yeah, they can be annoying to the parents. But believe it or not, they are actually more annoying to the kids as the kids get older. Now, not when they're young. When they're young and impressionable and they really get into the Barney and, and the Barbie thing, all that sort of stuff, they're really into that stuff. You know, like the, the, the uh, what was uh, back in the day uh, when my kids were young, uh, Teletubbies and things like that. They really got into all that stuff. But as they grew, grew older and grew out of that phase, they kind of turned on them, <laughs> I guess you could say. Now, uh, my son and my daughter, if you mention Barney or Barbie, uh, they, they, it's not just groan. It's like, oh, no, turn it off. Go away. You know? <laughs> And it's really interesting because when they were little, they were really into it. And they were always singing the Barney songs. And, of course, my wife and I kind of tolerated that for a while. And then after a while, I was like, oh, man, I can't deal with this. But when they, as soon as they grew out of that phase, and my daughter was never really into the Barbie dolls anyway. But as soon as they grew out of the Barney phase, it, it was a complete turnaround, a complete 180, where it's like, no, no, not Barney, not Barney. And apparently what what happened was that at a certain age, I don't know, it was a second or third grade or, or maybe a little bit beyond that, uh, I think from their peers, it was more like, oh, Barney's baby stuff. Barbie's for little girls. Barney is baby stuff. 
So they kind of got that stigma, and they didn't want, you know, because they're, they're, you know, they're, it's their peers. Uh, they they shunned them at that point. It was like, well, you know, Barney and Barbie, we can't we can't do that anymore. That's for babies. That's for kids. It's annoying. <laughs> but it was kind of perplexing because I remember thinking to myself, oh, "Wow, that was a quick that was a quick about face." <laughs> anyway, so. I will I will say that yes, parents need a break, but I guess as the kids get older, they need a break from it too. So here's to Barbie and Barney Backlash Day. I'll drink to that. Mm. With his peppermint wine cocktail, no less. All right. Um the other day it is today is uh on oh, this is related to the national uh, the 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 uh little presentation that my wife did with the food tonight. It is, wait a minute, I hit the wrong button. <laughs> it is, drum roll please, today is chocolate covered anything day. That's right, it's chocolate covered anything day. Anything that can be covered with chocolate that's what that's what it is. That's so chocolate covered anything day. So Oh uh, yeah. I love that. Love chocolate. Love chocolate covered. Well, I don't want anything chocolate covered. Uh, some things chocolate covered ants, no, no, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. I don't know who can, but I can't. Chocolate covered uh yeah, there's some things that I can't do that chocolate covered. But chocolate covered desserts, certain ones, yes I can. I, you know one of the things I really like? I really love those Trader Joe's dark chocolate peanut butter cups. They're these little mini peanut... We have some downstairs. I should have brought one up here, but I didn't. I, w- I thought about it, but I didn't. The, there are these little dark chocolate... And I love dark chocolate. And actually, dark chocolate is better for you than, than milk chocolate. We're not going to get into that right now. But there's these little mini peanut butter cups. And they are so good and so easy to eat. Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> yeah, those little those little Trader Joe's dark chocolate peanut butter cups made me the man I am today. They sure did. Well, uh, so in honor of anything cho- well, co- chocolate covered anything day, my lovely wife she made this little presentation. Yeah, there's there's that. I, 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 the butterfly was just a nice little touch there. She she did that by herself. Um, just on our own as a separate thing. But we have some chocolate-covered items. We have uh, chocolate-covered... This is a chocolate-covered strawberry, too, as, as I understand. A chocolate, Another chocolate-covered strawberry. We have a chocolate-covered... Uh, I think that's a... I don't know what that... I'm not sure what that is. I, I, I think it's a... It's like an orange. I think it's a chocolate-covered orange. And this is a chocolate-covered cookie. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's try the... Let's try the chocolate-covered orange. Because... This is a peppermint wine. I'm going to have to bring this over here a little bit. Let's let's bring this over here. All right. Chocolate covered. What should we try here? How about because there is orange wine apparently in this peppermint wine cocktail. Let's try it with this. Mmm. Chocolate covered orange. Mmm. Mmm. 
And it's salty for you, too. By the way, what is this thing? It's old. I don't know what this says. This is right. I've got to put it back on camera three. This is a chocolate covered mochi. This thing right here is chocolate covered. I don't know if it's, what is it, mango or something? It's, it's, it's chocolate covered mochi. If you're not familiar with what mochi is, it's, it has like a, well, it has like a, a skin there, a covering. I believe it's made of rice. And then it's, it's filled with an ice cream of some sort. But uh, I'm going to try some of this. Let's try this. Mmm. Mmm. It's chocolate covered. Wow. And have this with the peppermint wine cocktail. Wow. Mm. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I, whoa, that's, um, that's rich. That is rich. Wow. Mm. Oh, wow. That's good. Okay, enjoyed that. Very, very good. Well, uh, okay, so here is to, I guess, so let's go back to the, let's go back to the toast. Here is to chocolate covered anything day. I will drink to that. Wow. December 17th, that's tomorrow. It'll be tomorrow. It'll be December 17th in an hour and 11 minutes. So let's go ahead. We have two national days to toast there. So everybody toast with me. December 17th, 2023 is National Maple Syrup Day. Oh, yeah. Really? National Maple Syrup? Maple Syrup has its own day. We had some maple syrup this morning. My lovely wife, she made some waffles. She made some uh, cinnamon bun waffles. Yeah, she made some cinnamon bun waffles, and they were very good. And <laughs> yeah, cinnamon bun waffles, they also made me the man I am today. Uh, my wife's cooking made me the man I am today. <laughs> and uh, she made the cinnamon bun waffles, and we had it. I had it with some honey and some maple syrup. So here is to... National Maple Syrup Day. I'll drink to that. And, by the way, before I go any further, I want to give a shout-out to my lovely wife, Chi, and say thank you for this lovely presentation. This is from my lovely wife, Chi. Thank you very, very much for that amazing presentation. All right, we have one more National Day toast. Let's go back to that. It is... Wright Brothers Day. That's right. December 17th is Wright Brothers Day. Now, why is that Wright Brothers Day? Well, uh, and this is coming from nationaldaycalendar.com. Wright Brothers Day. Uh, this was by Presidential Proclamation. So, uh, December 17th. Yes, by a presidential proclamation, December 17th is Wright Brothers Day. Each year, a proclamation invites the people of the United States to observe this day with appropriate ceremonies and activities. I don't know what those ceremonies and activities are, but apparently they are appropriate for this day. Uh, so 
The U.S. Code directs that Wright Brothers Day commemorates the first successful flights in a heavier-than-air, mechanically-propelled airplane. Orville and Wilbur Wright made that first successful flight on December 17, 1903, near Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. Yay! Uh, do I have something that? Yes, I do. Here's uh, some applause for that. While other inventors created planes that flew, Orville and Wilbur invented the first mechanically propelled aeroplane. Those inventors who came before them inspired the Wright brothers in many ways, too. So there you go. And I will drink to that. Here is to Wright Brothers Day. I'll drink to that. And with that, I think uh, that does it for the National Days. Once again, this is what we've been drinking JoJo's, it's Trader Joe's JoJo's Peppermint Wine Cocktail, 14.75% alcohol by volume, and, uh, or you could say 29.5 proof. And I think it's about time, since I'm about, <laughs> since I'm about halfway down, I'm a little less than halfway, but I think I'm going to stop now because I tell you what, this stuff is rich and it goes really, really well with the chocolates here that, uh, that my lovely wife, she, uh, prepared for the show tonight for uh, Chocolate Covered Anything Day, uh, which I think I'm going to stop right now before I get too too far into this whole chocolate and, and, and wine thing because uh, it's, that's not, I don't think that's going to be good for me at all. Later, I'll feel it later. I think right now it's time for some coffee. That's what I think. So I think that's I think, I think that's what it's time for. It's time for coffee. It's kind of cool out there tonight. I don't know if it's snowing in your in your area. It's not snowing in our area, but uh, I, I kind of made some <laughs> snow for that, <clears throat> just in case. Uh, let's see. Let me check the chats one more time. Looks like we're good. All right. I, hey, you watch on kick uh, and and. Uh, those of you who are, jump in the chat to say hi and, and tell me how you're doing. I'd like to hear how your your weekend's going. All right, so let's go ahead and make some coffee. Now, this is what we have for coffee tonight. Tonight we have this. It's Pete's Coffee. P-E-E-T apostrophe S, not P-E-T-E apostrophe S. Pete's Coffee. And this is a naturally flavored, that's what it says here, naturally flavored caramel brulee. So does that mean it has real caramel in it? I don't know. Let's find out. There are 10 recyclable K-cup pods in this box of coffee. And I'm not sure exactly what uh, my lovely wife, she paid for it. She had it and I commandeered it from her because I said, oh, yeah, I'd like to review this on the show. So I really don't know what this cost, to be honest. But we're going to try it tonight. And as a matter of fact, I think we're going to try it right now. Let me see. There's a oh, – yeah, I've got another shot of this here on the back. Let me let me get to the – let me show you the back side. Okay. Let me read this. There are four sides and a couple of them aren't that – it says, serving suggestion, Add a adding a dash of milk or cream brings out the balanced flavors of each cup, and a touch of sugar enhances its sweetness. Oh, listen to this. Try it over ice. Fill a large tumbler with ice. Do not use glass. 
Brew on the 6-ounce size. Use the strong or iced button if available for richer flavor. And it says here, sourcing with impact. 100% responsibly sourced per Enverita standards. Learn more at peats.com slash impact. Um, the side of the, the thing, the side of the thing says Pete's masterfully pairs our exceptional, lightly roasted, single origin Brazil with sweet and lush notes of burnt sugar and rich buttery caramel made without artificial flavors. Each cup features a smooth finish for a perfect touch of everyday decadence. Wow, that sounds great. It really does. Tasting notes, lush notes of burnt sugar and rich caramel. Well, you know, that's how caramel is made. It's basically burnt sugar, isn't it? That's what I always thought. Okay, so let's go ahead and, and let's go ahead and try this. So in, to try this out, I'm going to have to move this back. I think we're done with the peppermint wine for a while. It's, uh, it's, it's good. It's re- I'll give you a final review in just a little bit on this wine. But... Uh, for now, let's go ahead and let's clear the area here. Let's go ahead and bring out the official drink with Rick. Oh, there we go. The official drink with Rick coffee maker. There we go. The official drink with Rick coffee maker. And we're going to pour some water in here. I've got my cup here ready. By the way, this is from my good friend Ed, who is uh, often in the chats. He's not here tonight, I don't think. Unless he just uh, snuck in. Nope, he's not here tonight. But uh, it's uh, from my good friend Ed. says, there's always time. Let me get a close-up shot of this somehow. Um, here we go. There's always time for friends, wine, and coffee. There you go. So we've got this in here. And we're going to pour, let's say, let's do about eight ounces in here. I guess that's a traditional amount for the... For a coffee, I've got to be careful pouring this in. I'm not really sure exactly. I can't really see the see it from here very well. Six, eight, ten. I think that's what that is. All right, let's see if we can get about eight ounces in here. And uh, I think this is about eight ounces. This holds sixteen point something. Sixteen point nine fluid ounces. So we're almost at that. Uh, there we go. Is that right? No. Let's get a little more in there. Okay, that's about right. All right, so we've got the water in there. The official drink with Rick Coffee Maker. And uh, move this out of the way. All right. And let's see, now we're going to open this up. These are 10. K-cup pods, and these are traditional K-cup pods, as you can see here. Move this out of the way here. Um, right, whoops, wrong camera. There we go. Traditional, it's upside down. Pete's caramel brulee. There we go. The traditional K-cup pod. So we're going to put this in here, and we'll start the process. And we're going to put it on uh, regular brew, right? Let's uh, let's do it on the regular brew. And it's going to take a couple of minutes for it to brew. And while it's brewing, 
Um, I, I think we already went over the wine. Oh, well, let me check the chats here one more time. Okay. And, yeah, it takes a moment or two to brew. And while it's brewing, I think it's going to brew. You just stop. There we go. Okay. It's just about ready to brew now. Okay, so um, while it's brewing, let me tell you a story. <laughs> story about our dog, our dog Amber. She's a sweetheart. She really is. Uh, but this, this happened earlier this evening. I thought it was really cute. So my lovely wife, she, she came back from Trader Joe's with a, um, a new dog treat, a bag of dog treats. It's like these uh, little meat-like uh, sausage meat treats. They're about this big. And she, she brought back a bag of them. So she, she took Amber out uh, to, uh, to do her business. Uh, the dog's business, not my, my wife's. <laughs> my wife has to go outside and do her business. She, yeah, okay. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, any uh, so my wife took the dog out so the dog could do her business, and um, and then when she brought Amber back in, Amber's the dog, not my wife. When she brought Amber back in. Uh, she gave her, she said, well, let's try one of these new treats from Trader Joe's. So she gave her one of the treats. And apparently, the dog went nuts over the treat. She liked it so much that not long after, uh, she's over there uh, in the kitchen cooking. She's cutting up uh, cucumbers or something. And she's, she's cooking something. And Amber's behind her just watching her intently. And she starts barking at her, growling at her. She starts growling at her. My wife comes up to me and says, why is Amber growling at me? I said, I don't know. So after a while, Amber went out uh, in, in part of the door. We have these little uh, bells that hang off the door. She has to go out. She hits the bell to let, her, let us know she has to go out. So not long after she was hitting the bell, so she has to go out. So my son went ahead and took her outside. And what, according to him, when, she, when he took her outside, she... Uh, she just went outside, turned around, and ran back in. Um, and he said, "No, no, you're not. You're not coming back in until you do something." So she reluctantly did something, not much, came back in, and then she's right at the treat door. And what uh, you know, my my son said, "Well, uh, here, okay, we'll give you a treat. You didn't really do much, but I'll give you a treat." So he, he gave her a different treat. And uh, apparently she ate it, but I think she was a little disappointed with it because the whole purpose of her going out was not to go out. See, the, the dog has been conditioned so that she uh, she knows that if she goes out, when she comes back in, she gets a treat. <laughs> so that's what she was after. She liked that, that Trader Joe's treat so much that she just, right after she came back in and she gave her one just a few minutes later, she wanted to go out again. So she could get she could get another one of those Trader Joe's treats, and uh, she didn't get one. <laughs> she had to settle for what she got. <laughs> but apparently, she she really likes those dog treats. So yeah, uh, I never thought much about the dog treats at Trader Joe's, but apparently, her dog likes them or this one. 
All right, so I have told the story, and the, the coffee's done. It's very, very hot, but it's done. So let's give it a little bit of a whiff, and we'll let it set aside for just a moment to let it cool down a little. You know, I could put a little ice in there. I could do that. Let me, uh, let me give it a whiff. Oh, yeah, it does smell like caramel. It, yeah, it, it, there, it's not super strong in the caramel uh, uh, smell, but it, there is caramel in there. I think to speed this up a little bit, let me go ahead and put a piece of ice in here to cool it down. Because it, according to the side, the side of that box, it did say that we could do that. We could chill it over ice. I, I like my coffee hot. I am not... Do you like iced coffee? Anybody? You like iced coffee? I don't... I don't care much. I never liked iced coffee myself. I like my coffee hot. That's how I prefer it. Some people love iced coffee. Uh, it's just not. It's just not for me. So um, you know, it's just uh, I, I prefer it hot. But in this case, I'm going to put a little ice in it just to cool it down a little bit. I don't, apparently needs a little more than that because it uh, it's still very very hot. So let me put a little bit. Put another ice cube in here. There we go. Now let's let, wow, the ice is melting really, really fast. So that's, there you go. This coffee machine really puts out hot. I mean, the coffee's really, it's like next to boiling. It's, it's that hot. This is very, very hot coffee. Um, so that machine works good. That's why I made it the official Drink with Rick coffee maker. That's right. That's that's why. And uh, there you go. <laughs> All right. So let me give this a little bit of a taste. All right. It's cooled down a little bit. Wow. It does taste like caramel. Mm. Coffee with caramel in it. It does have a pretty good tarot. Now, once again, they said according to Pete's, according to their their um, to their uh, marketing here, their box, it says naturally flavored. It's not artificially flavored. Now, that's one of the cool things about this, and that's one of the things that that really I, I thought that this okay. This is a good thing to try. Naturally flavored, and I've, we've had some. We've had plenty of artificially flavored. Uh, items here. Let me see if I can find a picture of uh, a couple of these other ones. I know I saw them earlier tonight, but there were other uh, there were there were some other uh, coffees that we tried that were not all that great. Uh, I think one of them was. Let's see if we can find it. We had uh, oh yes, this right here. This this one we tried uh, a couple months ago. This French roast coffee, a dark roast. Now. A lot of people don't like French roast coffee. A lot of people do. It's a very, very strong coffee. It's generally a very bitter, bitter coffee. They really roast this thing. I mean, they give it a really dark roast. And um, this is kind of natural as well. Unfortunately, I didn't like it. I, I didn't give it a very good review because it was just too bitter and it just was too oily tasting for me. It, it really had an oily taste to it. And it, that's what made it memorable. <laughs> it wasn't great, but it was memorable, definitely. Uh, so I took these to work. I took them to work because nobody here at the house wanted to drink it. 
So, um, and at work, nobody wants to drink it there either. And they love some really, really dark roasted coffees. I mean, that, some of the folks where I work, they, they'll drink the, the Death Wish coffee and, and things like that. But they, they really won't, nobody is going to touch this. Now, I did try to uh, make a cup of coffee with this at work, at the office, but it just kind of, it, it kind of exploded in the, in the, um, it didn't, yeah, well, I would say exploded, but just, yeah, kind of went all over the place and made a big, big mess in the coffee machine. So I have not used it again. We'll probably, we'll likely throw it out or something at some point. Um, but it, I didn't like it at all. But this right here, this Pete's coffee, naturally flavored. Some of the ones that we've had before, we had a, a I was looking for it earlier. Uh, I don't know if, where it is now, but it was, uh, can I still try it? Find it. It might be still in here somewhere. Um, yeah, there it is. Caramel coffee. This is what I was looking for. It's the, uh, caramel coffee. It's, well, that, that's not it. <laughs> Let's try it here. Caramel coffee, uh, truffle coffee. Maybe I got rid of it. Maybe it's not there anymore. Okay. It must not be there anymore. Okay. Uh, well, I thought it was there. Apparently not. Uh, anyway, we tried this caramel truffle coffee uh, about a month or so ago. I think maybe it was before the French roast one. And uh, it was okay, but it was more one that was, well, it wasn't really all that great because it was a house brand. It was a uh, like a, a Harris Teeter brand coffee or Kroger brand coffee. And it wasn't all that great. The, the caramel was was kind of weak, and I think that was artificially flavored. I don't quote me on that, but I think it was, uh, if I recall correctly. But this one right here, this uh, this coffee, this Pete's coffee, is all natural, and um, I, I'll have to say that I really like it. I've just had a few sips of it, but I really like it. Just the fact that it is naturally flavored, I think, is is pretty good. Keep hitting the wrong buttons there. Mm. It, this is very pleasant tasting coffee. The caramel is not overpowering, but it's not too weak. It's kind of it's there, and I kind of like it. It's fairly nicely balanced for a caramel taste. And I do like flavored coffees. Caramel flavored coffees, they're good. This seems almost perfectly balanced as far as the coffee flavor and the caramel flavor is concerned. I like this. I really do like this coffee, and I definitely have another cup of it. I might have uh, some for breakfast tomorrow, as a matter of fact. But you know what? I think this would probably go really, really good with the chocolate stuff on on uh, the the national uh, on the uh, uh, anything uh, chocolate with uh, with anything day or chocolate-covered anything day. Let's try it with a chocolate-covered cookie because I think this is going to be good. You know, and if we're going to do it right, if we're going to do it, we've got to do it right, right? Let's got the backdrop here. There we go. Chocolate-covered cookie. Mm. Mm. I didn't do that right. <laughs> mm. Try it with some coffee. Caramel brulee coffee. Oh, wow. Mm. Oh, I like this. This is a very nice 
You know what I need? I need this on a drink with Rick Coaster. The official drink with Rick Coaster. There we go. Just better there. Wow. That's uh, that's rich. Wow. The, the First of all, it's on the. It, it was the butter cookie that we tried earlier. And it's chocolate curd because my wife covered that butter cookie with chocolate for Chocolate Covered Anything Day. And then matched with this caramel brulee coffee. And, of course, we know chocolate and caramel go well together. Cookies and coffee go well together. This is a win-win all the way around. So I would say, yes, this coffee gets a whole lot. Oh, there you go. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's a good one. I'll tell you. I cut it off too early, but, you know, I think you know what I mean. Mm. Mm. Hole in one for sure. I, I'm good with this. Excellent, excellent. Wow. Okay, so uh, wow, this has been a great. <laughs> this has been a great stream so far because uh, wow, it's just uh, my favorite stream. I've got the peppermint wine and the cre uh, the uh, the uh, coffee and the desserts uh, just uh, all all great stuff all great stuff I'll have to say this is one for the this is one for the books <clears throat> I think it's about time to close it up now because I'm 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 a little bit wired I'm, I'm a little bit sugared up here so probably best and of course I've got the coffee so I'm a little wired up too so probably time to end the stream now now as good time as any but uh, I do want to remind everybody. Let me see what else I have here. I I do want to remind everyone. Yeah, I did say I was going to tell some dad jokes. I did, but uh, <laughs> I kind of slipped them in there. By the way, I heard today. Some I, I, was it today? Yes, I heard this morning. Uh, some wisdom. Well, I didn't. I read it. I read some wisdom this morning from a game I was playing, and. You know, I thought, this is very true. You know that a crowded elevator smells different to very short people? I never thought about that because I'm not super short. But, yeah, a crowded elevator smells different to very short people. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll drink to that. All right. And... Uh, by the way, <laughs> uh, by the way, next week is uh, I've I've got something really really special planned for next week. And oh yes, I do need to give you my final review of the wine. Okay, let's give the final review of the wine first. Okay, this is what we drank tonight: the Trader Joe's JoJo's Peppermint Wine Cocktail, and it is fourteen point seven five percent ABV, which translates to twenty nine point five proof. Uh, this is a wine cocktail other than standard orange wine with natural and artificial flavors. So this has some artificial stuff in it, which uh, Trader Joe's. Wow. Um, hmm, Trader Joe's. Artificial. I don't know about that artificial stuff there. It's kind of kind of straying away a little, uh, little bit from um, what Trader Joe's is supposed to be all about. 
Trader Joe's Peppermint Cream Wine Cocktail. This is a 750 milliliter bottle. Shake well before serving, which we did. Refrigerator af- refrigerate after opening, which is what I'll have to do right after this show. Joy over ice for the perfect holiday uh, holiday libation, which is what I did. And it worked out pretty well. I, I liked it. This is pretty good. The peppermint. Okay, um, there is orange wine, apparently. I don't know what kind of orange wine, but the orange wine. I can taste a little bit of orange here. It's a little bit of hint. But it, uh, I taste the peppermint. Paper, the peppermint's not super strong. None of this is super strong in here. It's kind of creamy. It's it's kind of kind of tastes the cream in there. Mostly tastes the alcohol. You can definitely taste the alcohol, which I, I've said before. Usually in a wine, I don't like to taste the alcohol. I like to taste the wine flavors. So, yeah, but I understand this is a holiday kind of drink, you know, a, a dessert wine. So, in a case like this, that's okay. I can deal with that. That That's all right. As long as it's not too strong. But the peppermint wasn't that strong. It was okay. Now, when I first opened this up, I could really smell the peppermint. It just all came out in one big, you know, maybe that was all the peppermint flavor that just kind of escaped from the bottle. It was all bottled up in there and escaped and <laughs> got it all in the first whiff. But uh, the the peppermints, it's there. It's not super strong, but it is there. Um, and I... I I, you know, I I think that well, Trader Joe's, according to Trader Joe's website, they said that uh, yeah, they said it was smooth, sweet, and creamy. So um, it is that it is smooth. It is very smooth. It is sweet. It's it's it is a fairly sweet wine. So if you don't like sweet wines, you might not like this too much. But understand again, this is a dessert wine, so you expect it to be sweet. And, uh, and and it is creamy. It is it is that. Um, having said this, I think I it would probably be okay over over some some a few fruits if you're going to do like a cream you know kind of fruit uh, dessert kind of thing. Uh, it would go probably go well with ice cream. Yeah, it, I think it would go well over ice cream. I I agree with them on that point. I didn't try it, and I could have. I wish I had. It's too late now. It went well with the cookies. It went well with with the items that we tried here on the plate, the dessert items. I think this is a very good dessert wine, and I think it would uh, be great to serve for holidays, for holiday items. I, I think that that would be a good choice. Overall, I, and once again, I don't know if it's still available at Trader Joe's. This is kind of like a temporary thing. They just they sell it during the holiday period, and that's about it. And it's there for a limited time. Apparently, this is very popular. Apparently, they fl- it, it literally fly. If it had wings, that would explain why they, why they fly off the shelves so quickly, <laughs> from what I heard. But, uh, yeah, it goes pretty quick. Now, what I do have is I do have an eggnog over here. I have an eggnog wine. I like eggnog in, you know, small, moderate quantities. We're going to try that next uh, week. But uh, just to let you know, okay, I, I will say that this this gets uh, three and a half, four stars from me, somewhere between there. Uh, it's it's not bad for a dessert wine, but don't rely on it as a wine wine because that's not really what it it's meant to be. Um, the coffee, the coffee's really good. The coffee's very good. This Pete's coffee, 
Um, I'm impressed with. I like it very much. I'm going to have some more for breakfast tomorrow. Uh, I shouldn't finish this tonight because I need to go to bed at a decent hour, and this coffee will keep me up. But this is, it's not a super strong coffee. It's kind of a medium uh, coffee, but this is a very good coffee and a, a caramel brulee, and it's naturally flavored, which I also think is really, really a good thing, better for you. So I say this is also a winner. Now, uh, next week, next week, we are going to do a, uh, we're going to do a, a malt wine. I've never tried a malt wine before. We are going to try one next week for the first time. And we're going to have one on the, for the first time on the show and we're going to make it. We're going to heat it up and we're going to make it. And we're going to try it out. Uh, I'm not still at 100% sure how we're going to manage that here, but we're going to do it. We're going to give it a try and try some mold wine. We'll also try, I also have this holiday bash and there's an eggnog here, eggnog wine. So we'll, we might try both of those. A holiday bash is a is an ale. It's a beer. It's an ale. So we're going to try a little bit of that too. So I hope you'll join me for that uh, episode next week. Uh, this is going to be on the twenty third, uh, December twenty third, twenty twenty three. Join me for that. Also, as another reminder, we are planning to do. I'm planning to do the uh, annual wine drinking game. I think you'll really, really enjoy it. Please join me here for the wine drinking game. That is going to be on uh, New Year's, New Year's Eve. Uh, so please join me for that, uh, for the wine drinking game. We'll, we'll do it in maybe two parts. We're going to do uh, maybe uh, the one uh, Saturday night and then the Sunday night for the for the uh, for New Year's Eve, so we're going to have a, a special a special New Year's Eve episode. So we'll be doing the drinking game. Anyway, I hope you'll join me for all of that. In the meantime, thank you for joining me here tonight. I want to join. I want to thank everybody who's joined me. We've had folks watching on YouTube and uh, on Facebook as well, and uh, pretty much everywhere. Twitch. We've had folks watching on Twitch and Kick. Uh, even though they were not in the chat on Kick, but we've had folks watching there and on Odyssey. Uh, thank you for joining me on all of these venues. I do appreciate each and every one of you. Now, there is one more celebrity I'd like to bring out. And as you know, he is none other than Roadkill Bill. Yes, good old Roadkill Bill. Roadkill Bill, because he is Roadkill Bill. And his message, he has a message for all of us, including me. And his message is, please do not drink and drive. Drink in the comfort of your home, your office, your hotel, apartment, your whatever. Uh, wherever you are and you're drinking, just uh, please don't, don't get in your car and drive. If you have to go somewhere, call an Uber, call a Lyft, call a cab, call a friend who you trust, who hasn't been drinking, a designated driver. Uh, take a bus if you need to. Uh, do uh, do something like that. Uh, find someone else to take you home. Uh, otherwise, just stay put. Don't don't try to drive yourself home. It's not worth it. It's not safe for you, and it's not safe for those around you. And you may think you're fine to drive. You may think you're fine, but that's one of the problems with drinking. Is that you think you're in total control of your your faculties, and it it does it kind of it kind of alters your sense 
a perception on that and, and alters your reality on that. That's just the way, that's just the way alcohol works and drugs and things like that. It, it, you, you may think you're fine, but it may not be. So if, if, if you've had a few, just, just, uh, just call someone else or have someone else take you home or just stay put. All right. It's just better that way. And don't text and drive either because that's also really, really bad. We saw someone, I'll tell you what, my son and I were, were uh, we were on our way to work, I think, one day. We were on our way home from work, and there was somebody just really, really, really driving slow in front of us. And I thought, I'll bet that person's on a cell phone. And as soon as we were able to get around him, because we wanted to get around him, this person as soon as possible because they were not paying attention to where they were going, as soon as we went by... And I turned to, to my son. I said, is that, is that person on a cell phone? And he says, yes. He's looking right at his phone. He's not even looking at the road. He's looking at his phone. He says, maybe he's doing the GPS on his phone or something. I, like, it doesn't matter. He's, he's looking at his phone. He's not looking at where he's going. We got away from him as soon as possible. It's, it's very, very dangerous. Please do not text and drive. Okay. Because I want you to have a great week. But most of all, I want you to have a safe week. So you can join me here again next week for the Saturday Night Wine Stream. And we can all get together and drink with Rick. Good night.